What's happening, 15 Minutes with Fuzz Fam? Thank you for tuning into my show where we feature positive things happening in and around Washington County, Wisconsin. I hope your week is starting off strong. Hey, speaking of 15 Minutes with Fuzz Fam, this week I'm joined by someone very special, part of my family. Her name is Shanna. She is my wife. She is also a middle school teacher and instructional coach at a school in the area. And Shanna joins me this week to talk about her own podcast, the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast, where each week she shares a free piece or two of technology that teachers can use in their classrooms. It's often a tool that parents can use at home as well. She also has a really awesome co-host, if I don't say so myself. With that, here are 15 minutes on the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast with Shanna Martin, right here on 15 Minutes with Fuzz. Shanna, thank you so much for coming on my show. Wow. Uh, first of all, what do you look for in men? Uh, no, I mean, uh, hi. Uh, this is my wife, Shanna. Hi. Thank you for coming on. We just recorded your show. We did. Which we're going to talk about here. Your show has been on for longer than mine. Six seasons. 176 episodes. 176 episodes over the course of six seasons. Tell us. Okay, so the show is called the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Tells you what it is in the title a little bit. It does, but uh, there's kind of more to it than that. But let's before we get into how you started, let's talk mm-hmm. about what the podcast is. So, Tech Tools for Teachers podcast. What is it about, and who is it for? So, Tech Tools for Teachers podcast is about free technology for teachers to use in their classrooms, like with students, with additional support, with help. But it's also pretty useful for parents. So if you see that your kid is struggling at home and maybe you need some math manipulatives and you're like, hey, like we don't have like number lines and, and things like that. At what is home. A, manip- a manipulative? Manipulative. Manipulative. Yes. So like little clocks and counters and those those types of things that teachers might need, you know, for mm-hmm. math homework or things How like that. How do I do common core math? Yeah. So my site also has all kinds of resources to help. It's to help anybody with education. It's it's mainly focused on teachers, but I know a lot of parents have used it, especially in the summer when the kids are home. Yep. Or they need help with different math tools or writing, creative writing and things like that. Yeah. There um, are also a lot of tools that are educational that we talk about. Oh, by the way, I'm a I'm a I'm a co host on your show. You are. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> <You're> so uh, <laughs> cool. But there are some tools that are educational but they're also like games so they keep kids uh, Yeah. Like all kinds of like interactive type sites. Yeah. Like, you want to keep and, your kids, you know, like, let's say yeah. you're, you're doing something around the house and you want them to be educated and busy. Yes. Also things like Google arts and culture. So mm-hmm. if it's a rainy day and you are snowing, let's be real. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. And you can't make it to the museum. You can go to Google arts and culture and do a 3d tour of a place or they have fun trivia to mm-hmm. do, or just it's, there's a lot of learning activities that are on there as well that aren't necessarily just made for the classroom, but they're for fun. Sure. So the the site features tools that all of them are free. All of them are free. That's like the biggest piece to me that's important because so many things are expensive that yep. I'm trying to help teachers and support them in their classrooms and it's free. So yeah. all or of at them least are, have a free version, correct. right? Because some some have a paid like a level. paid pro up, yeah. up level version, but yeah, they all have a free option of some sort. Okay, very good. So mm-hmm. it's geared toward teachers but also useful for parents. Yep. How often do you publish an episode? 
I drop a new episode of well, most Mondays. Yeah. I mean, we drop on Mondays, most Mondays, probably four, four a month. Yeah. And usually during the school year, right? Correct. So we go till usually the first week in June mm-hmm. and then I take the summer off. We usually throw one episode in midsummer for fun. For the algorithms. Yeah. Yes. And actually, because at that point, you're <laughs> also because like, I'm like, I have so many ideas then burning in the summer. And then I'm like, I need to talk about this. And yeah. then oftentimes I talk about four different websites and that gets us back till September. So tell us about how you got convinced to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so it was your idea. Basically, I've taught teachers about tech tools for a while within my own district. And I couldn't always get to everybody because mm-hmm. I'm only one person. And so I'd always be kind of teaching or talking or sending lots of emails about how to do things or different types of tech tool activities. And then you're like, you know, this would be a fun podcast. You should make it a podcast. And so we started at our kitchen counter mm-hmm. and we had the mics like propped up on our counter and our little stools and the dog snoring in the background. Yep. That's why we got the name of our company. Yes, yeah, Snoring Dog Media. Comes from our actual dog right. snowing, snoring in the background of the first couple, rest well, the in, first season. Yeah. Rest in peace, Alina. Yep. Our other dog now is at home because we podcast in a studio. Yes. Um, so <laughs> that's where it came from. We started at the kitchen counter. It's kind of funny because the first episode to the most current episode, you can just listen how things have grown oh, and yeah. changed yeah. over time. And the sound quality has improved. Thank you. The microphones have changed over time it's as well. It's not just the microphones, <laughs> darling. It's the awesome skills that I have. Yeah. And also I've, uh, you know, I've, I've found ways to hide money away for uh-huh. podcast equipment. If you ever uh, suspect that your husband or significant other has a problem with gear and you see sweetwater.com receipts laying around. That or, too. And they send a bag of candy in do. every box. So yeah. then you're like, hey, there's more microphones and in I our bought house. so many boxes that I now have diabetes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. The, yeah. So, okay. So we got started. It was what? Uh, January 2018? Yep. That, yes. So that season like went through that school yeah, year. Yeah. So then, that season was like half a, like half a year. Yeah. Because it went January to June. And then we started up. Then we started then at the start of the school year. So then season two started in September. All of your episodes are posted on your website, which is? Smartinwi.com. How did you get the? Uh, the clever Smartinwi-ness. Yes. Because I'm S. Martin and we live in Wisconsin. Yeah, there you go. So smart is my initials in the word in, but also the rest of my last name. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. So smart in WI. Smartinwi. Smartinwi.com. And uh, kind of came easy. Yeah. And also tech tools for teachers uh, was too long of a URL. But it, it's also the email address yes. of yes. the podcast. Tech tools for teachers podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I think is the yes. max well, character count you can yep. have in an email. But you know what? It works. It People works. find you. Yep. <laughs> uh, easy peasy. And you don't have to say things like I do at the end of the episode, which is uh, make sure to spell out the word 15. Right. Because mine, you just really write out the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So each of these episodes that you do is about like 15 minutes long, right? About. Yes. Sometimes similar they range the from like, yeah, similar. Sometimes they're seven or eight and sometimes they run like 25 because sometimes I talk about more than one tech tool. Yep. Sometimes I talk about five tech tools and then that's a really long episode, but I usually theme them. So the episodes usually have a focus area. So that makes it easier that when you're searching, you can find which, like if you're looking for 
reading tools or if you're looking for um, farm tools, two weeks ago was farm tools um, or math or things like that. If you search that way, then you'll find an episode and the episode has a theme then. So they're all in one place. Okay, very good. And then we have a section on your website called the EdTech Directory. Mm -hmm. That's where we put the tools where once they're up, they've got their own little page on the website. Yep. So you can search the website either in the search area. And if you type it in, if it's not in the EdTech directory, it just pulls up the episodes that I talked about it. Sure. And so either place. So EdTech directory, you can search by content Mm -hmm. or just search the website and it'll come up by podcast episode as well. Very good. And so the shows are about 15 to 25 minutes each. How long does it take though to put together one of those episodes? It's a great question. Why don't you answer it? <laughs> well, I mean, like cumulatively, like you have to write the blog post. So yes, so we record. I research. I usually, so I research, or I use what I'm teaching that week. So mm-hmm. I'm also an instructional coach in my district. So if I'm supporting staff, sometimes the tools come out of things that I'm using to help the staff. Sometimes it's a cool site that my students have found because some of my students listen to the show. Oh, hey, well they don't listen to this one. <laughs> No, but this is my show. And so it's kind of funny because like, hey, you should try this. And then sometimes it's tools that I've used in my own classroom. So they kind of come from everywhere. And then once we pick the tools we're going to use for the week, kind of figure out what the theme is going to be. We record, which usually takes, I don't know, about 20, 25 minutes or so. And then I write my blog post and then I hand all that over to you. And then you make it sound good. (laughs) Yeah. So about (laughs) four hours a week. Yeah, total. For about a 15 to 25 minute podcast. Yeah. So people know, what is an instructional coach? So an instructional coach within a district or a school district is going to, looks different in every district kind of, but overall I am there to support teachers. So 50% of the time I am a middle school teacher and then 50% of the time I am supporting other teachers. So aligning their standards with content, helping them come up with new ideas tracking student data to see how the kids are doing in their classrooms and how we can support them better and meet their needs. And then putting on professional development for the staff as well. With both this podcast and obviously your instructional coaching, mm-hmm. you've also done some speaking opportunities, right? And it's kind of the, you've done some stuff with like the CESA districts and in some other conferences, right? Yep. I've done some speaking through CESA. I've done some through Slate, which is one of the technology conferences in Wisconsin. You're actually going to the Slate conference this coming weekend, coincidentally. We're going to EdCamp this weekend. EdCamp, not Slate. EdCamp. <laughs> I knew it was one of those. It's fine. Um, a lot of the people I see at EdCamp are at Slate as well. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, like different educational places or different platforms mm-hmm. and different things. So some are digital, like I'll do webinars and other times I will be face-to-face running workshops with staff. So it kind of depends on where I'm at and what people need from me because they just email me and ask and then I provide them with what I can do. I've also done full digital workshops where I've created YouTube channels for staff to support them that way too. So Mm -hmm. it's basically whatever, not just my own district, but what other districts ask of me and then I put it together to meet their needs. What would you say the biggest challenge is in running the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast? I think it's making sure that the things I'm talking about are relevant okay, and that I want it to be fun mm-hmm. and not cumbersome when people are do it using the tools. So I, I stay away from tools that there's a billion steps and a bunch of setup pieces 
Most teachers don't have time to do that. So I try to find things that people can implement in their classrooms right away or like figure out like, oh yeah, that'd be really cool. My kids would really learn something and enjoy that. So that's what I look for when I'm picking my tools to make sure that it's helpful. Like I want what I teach people about to be helpful. What would you say the, your favorite tool that we've talked about so far on the show has been? Yeah, I saw that question in writing and I was like, really? I have to pick one? I don't know. There's lots of them. I would say there's got to be categories. I can't pick websites. Okay. I really like coding. All right. Like I like to code and I like it when kids can learn how to code. So any new upcoming free coding sites that we can get kids problem solving and applying their knowledge in some real world stuff, I always appreciate. And... Oh, there's just so many. I like 3D design because that's just fun because you can like room styler and farm builder, like all these different things where you can build and create and then build those pieces into your classroom. So it's not something you would traditionally do in a classroom, but then you can teach those skills while teaching your content, I think is fun. And uh, favorite AI tool right now? Magic school. Magic school? Magic school AI is my favorite. All right. I know we've done a lot. They're switching to do like a paid version. I will stick with the free version for now. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, that one is probably really cool. So is, I mean, the EduAid, there's so many yeah. that we use all the time. Not all the time, but it's just supplemental to help things move along faster. Yeah. And there are a lot of them coming out now. So yes. there's kind of been more of that kind of content lately because yeah. AI is taken off. It is. But also sorting through what's helpful yep. and what's just like the newest thing is always important too. Like, is this actually a useful tool? Will you use it more than once or twice? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like, oh, this is cool. Try it once and move on with it. So sure. tools that you'll actually apply and use like Canva. Canva we use all the time. Sure. What is your favorite pun that I've made on your show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Insert pun here Insert and then just come up one. So the show's obviously been kind of popular, right? Unlike my puns, the show's been popular. You've had more than 20,000 downloads right yes. on like on the actual podcast itself. Correct. And then on YouTube, I think you've had 10,000. Yeah. On something there as like well. that. The numbers are. So, so going pretty, there. Go, going pretty well. Uh, yeah. And so if people want to listen to the show or find out more, mm-hmm. your website is again, smartnwi.com. And you can find the show on the social medias at, at Tech Tools for Teachers? Yep, at Tech Tools for Teachers podcast. And then, depends on which social media is, Tech Tools for Teachers you'll find on Instagram and you'll find on Facebook that way. And then Smart and WI is for threads and for X. X. Or Twitter. Twitter, yes. <laughs> Very good. Well, Shanna, it was great to have you in the studio uh, so we could talk about your podcast. And, uh, Thanks your, for letting uh, me come talk about your podcast. Say hi to your awesome host, uh, co-host, <laughs> next time you see him. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have a really cool pun to share with everybody. I'm sure. I'm sure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to Shanna for sticking around with me after we recorded her podcast to record one of mine. Again, if you want to listen to her show, it's called the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast. If you know of any teachers who could benefit from her show, feel free to share this episode or the link to her website, smartnwi.com. And if you have an idea for a guest for the show, send me a line, 15withfuzz at gmail.com. Spell out the word 15, 15withfuzz at gmail.com. Or you can text it to me, 262-299-FUZZ. That's 
1099. New episodes of this show come out on Tuesdays. I appreciate you listening and like you're walking out of your local gas station. I'll see you next time right here on 15 Minutes with Fuzz. Fuzz.